All right, you are tuned into the Afternoon Cruise. I am here with Leslie Vincent. She's ready for her new album about last night to come out on Saturday over at Crooners. Leslie, how are you doing today? I'm just chilling. How are you doing? You know what? I'm I'm great, and I'm not giving labor in traffic. So I feel <laughs> feel feel like things are all right. Uh, we're really loving this new record of yours about last night, and this is an ambitious release because you're using some of your own writing, some mm-hmm. of your writing you're doing with someone else or some other people, and some classics to kind of tell a whole story of an evening into a morning. Did you start recording and then make the concept or did you make the concept and then start working out the tunes and all that? Uh, Sort of in the middle. So I gathered the tunes together and then the more I gathered them, the more I saw this commonality, this kind of theme of an evening. And so I just looked for the stories that I hadn't told and thought about arrangements that could fill in some gaps. And I kind of worked that way before we hit the studio. So there was never like a big detective wireboard and you're sitting there. Oh, doing... there definitely was okay, that. Okay. I had stickies all over my room. <laughs> and then I would sometimes say that one, that tune's not going to work. And I take it off and I'd replace it with another sticky or post it. I forget they're not really called stickies. You know what? We can call them whatever we want. And as long as it turns out to be an album like this, it is all good. Now, you're celebrating this release at Crooners on Saturday night. And who are you bringing along for the show, Leslie? Who's going to be on the bandstand with you? So we're going to have a lot of folks from the album. Uh, Ted Godbout on keys, Ben Ehrlich on drums, Mitch Van Lahr on trumpet. And uh, not on the album, but super excited to have her on stage, um, Sophie Kaufman on bass. Got you. Yeah. Now, is it Mitch Van Lahr who's on trumpet? on the tune we've been playing Ice Town Blues. Yes, it is. Okay, well, the whole record sounds great, but I think the two of you just sound so excellent. <laughs> I think there's even a time where Mitch, like, finishes one of your phrases. Yeah. Like, I, I really, like, I was... I got a job where I listened to a lot of jazz, Leslie, and I was like, I haven't quite heard that before, but I don't know. I think you did a really bang-up job with the arrangements Thank and stuff like so that. Thank you so much. That means a lot. Uh, now, if I understand correctly, your first foray into singing wasn't in the world of jazz. It was kind of into musical theater. Am I right on yeah. that? Yeah. And with musical theater, it's sort of by definition theatrical. And you have to make some choices when you're doing jazz from sometimes to be understated and sometimes mm-hmm. to be overstated. Did you have to unlearn some things from your musical theater thing to start delivering in the jazz world? Um, yes and no. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, in, in theater, we have a saying. It's called park and bark. Oh, um, I don't park know Park and bark is where you stand and sing. Okay. And um, so I actually have a lot of training in, in being more understated. You know, in musicals, you have all kinds of numbers. You have the big ones. You have the more introspective ones. I did get a degree in musical theater, so I trained in all the different types of ways to approach a song. Um, but for me, the biggest change has been the way I listen to my other musicians. So in musical theater, you know, you have your score and you follow that score to a T. You look at the rests. It's always the same. And the more I play with my band and the more I delve into jazz itself, the more joy I find from listening mm-hmm. and the more I'm able to to improv and create on the fly and just push each other more. You know, we can maybe I'll do an ending the same way a bunch of times, but then I'll feel inspired and take it a new way gotcha. and see what my music, like what we can create in the moment. To me, that's the biggest joy. Um, and just something that you, you just can't get in the theatrical world. Gotcha. Well, yeah. So even if you're parking and barking at a graduate <laughs> level, you're, you're learning these <laughs> new skills to be able to sort of uh, adjust on the fly. And, and boy, I mean, the, the record sounds really, really cool. Now making this record, making any record is an uphill battle. Uh huh. What's been the most joyous moment so far? The moment where you like, did you ever listen to a mix in the studio and go, this is good. Or like, uh, uh, you know, I'm sure there's been a lot of hard times. What's been the good times so far? 
You know, the best, the best times was uh, when the whole band was together. So yeah. the way we recorded it, I really, really, really wanted that together sound. So the whole um, bass formation, piano, bass, drums, and trumpet, uh, they all played together and I did scratch vocals. Gotcha. And I brought like bags of snacks and we just had so much fun. And I, I asked a, a photographer friend of mine to come and capture it. And just the the way that we're all thinking in the photos, I think is just indicative of everyone's passion. We were just so into it. Um, we were laughing and having fun. And I actually was in the booth singing because you don't want the vocals to you get into there. Bleed. You don't want that bleed. But I missed them. I missed the band. So I was like, if I sing really, really quietly, can I be in there with them? And this, our studio engineer, John Miller, said yes. So I just sang as quietly as possible so I could, you know, I want, I had vibes for each song. And so I'd say like, you know, we have the arrangements, but I want it to feel like a murder mystery. I want sure. it to feel like a party. So I could give those directions. And I'm also very effusive. Um, I just like to move my hands around yeah. a lot. And so I, I could do that in the studio. And that was so fun. And I could just have done that forever and ever and ever. I've known John Miller for like a decade. I've never heard him <laughs> say the word yes. So that's impressive. I feel like I was, we can't do that this way. We gotta- oh, he's, he says yes. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. Well, you know what? The record sounds beautiful. And you. uh, you're celebrating on Saturday night over at Crooners. Um, the show's at 730. Is that correct? That's correct. All right. Well, I want to listen to a little bit of this music. I want to listen to Ice Town Blues. Um, can you give me the name of the trumpet player one more time? Mitch Van Lahr. Mitch Van Lahr. He sounds great. You sound great. Leslie, I appreciate you visiting Jazz 88. We're going to check out Ice Town Blues. Good luck with the performance on Saturday night over at Crooners. Thank you so much. Thank you.